We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yes, indeedy, fellow Patriots. It is the 4 o'clock hour here on Hump Day, the time every week where I'm joined by Dave from Fan of SC. And you know, Dave, uh, you would think with all of the gas tax money that has been collected, we would have the most pristine roads and highways and uh, the strongest bridges of any state in America. Uh, But no. Well, uh, you, you bring up a great point, Bob. And here we are last week, of course, talking about the gas tax went up another two cents. Yep. As you mentioned last week for uh, the report from the Nerve, uh, where this, you know, what's coming in, what's coming out. We got almost $600 million rotting away in SCBOT's bank account just from the new gas tax hike, just from the gas tax hike over the last three years, the extra tax that they started to collect. And you would think our roads would be fixed. Yeah. You think they, they, you know, we would we would be seeing a lot of progress. We're not, of course, and the reason is, and, and it's it's one of these situations where it, it, I hate to say we told your audience so, but here we are, uh, the state infrastructure bank, which as we know it, uh, uh, corrupt you led them in slush fund. Right. Met yesterday, and they haven't Bob. They haven't done much in a while, um, and and I think for good reason. I think. We've kept a close eye on what they were going to do or what they were thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. They haven't met in a while. Uh, quite frankly, they didn't have the, They don't really have the money to do a lot of these things. And that's what's going to be interesting. Yesterday they met and they decided they're going to spend about $400 million on a bunch of pet projects. And wait, 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 wait a minute. $400 million? That's that they've, they've got that on them. That's chump change. Yeah. It, it, it DOT right, and that's the thing is, they're not even they're not even going to use cash. They're going to borrow money. Oh they're God! They're going to create a oh. bunch of debt. Oh, don't tell me. Money. So here we are. <laughs> We've got all this money right stocked away, six almost six hundred million dollars riding away in SCDOT's bank account, and corrupt you Leatherman and his pals on the slush fund board. They're going to go out and borrow almost four hundred million dollars for a bunch of pet projects. Brilliant. Bob, this is exactly what we said was going to happen from the beginning of this entire gas tax like debate that a bunch of powerful legislators in the state house are going to run up debt and build new projects instead of fixing our existing roads. They're doing a complete end around on the necessary repairs that we all expected to be done. And I mean, look, some of these projects I know. A bunch are being done here in Charleston, 
Okay, in the Low Country, this is this is what they just approved yesterday to uh, go out and and borrow money for projects down in Charleston, a project, a couple projects down in Hilton Head, um, a project, uh, uh, two two exit ramps off of Interstate 77 um, in Rock Hill. In addition, by the way, to the brand new ramp that we're going to be building, the liberal billionaire owner of the Carolina Panthers. That's in adi- above and beyond what we're already uh, slated to do. Right. And then they're going to build this brand new Woodruff Road at, uh, here in Greenville. And, and, Bob, here's the thing, right? Of the six or seven projects that they went out and borrowed money for, approved yesterday to borrow money for, not but one of them, only one of those six or seven is even on the, quote, DOT priority project list. So this is exactly what we said from the beginning. Yep. They're going to wait a little while. They're going to try to wait us out so that we're not, you know, it happened here. You know, they passed the gas tax hike three years ago. They've waited a little while. Now, here they are three years later. Mm-hmm. The corruption led them in slush fund meeting. They're starting to decide on what pet projects they want to uh, just borrow money for. And, Bob, it's only going to be a matter of time before they start taking money out of that gas tax fund out of that fund that was supposed to be used for repairs, not right. new projects, right. not pet projects, but repairs for our roads and our bridges. And here they are three years later. They met yesterday. They approved a whole bunch of debt. And this you know, is if, what they want to do. If, and again, it's if, what if we've these, been saying for years. If, if these guys were in private business, Dave, you could take them to court for bait and switch. Yeah. This is fraud, Bob. This yeah, is fraud. And, it and, is. And like I said, it's it's nothing new under the sun here, right? Corrupt Hugh Leatherman is still controlling that state infrastructure bank, right? He is still in the background of all of this, kind yep. of biding his time. Right. And, and, you know, meanwhile, all the while here over the last five, six years, right, we were. I was up off of um, uh, Highway 290 in Greer last week. Good luck. Uh, looking at the decrepit state of the condition that that road is in right. uh, as it heads north up to Highway 11 in northern Greenville County and in, in northern Pickens County. I mean, that's like driving on the moon, <laughs> yeah. uh, the amount of craters that are on that road. Right. Uh, you know, you've been, uh, US, uh, Highway 176 up in Landrum is a mess. We've, we got messages this week from folks in Anderson, the bypass that they repaved three years ago, four years ago, <laughs> is already getting into d- cracking and destroyed conditions. Oh, God. Bob, these are the roads that need to be fixed. These are the roads that they promised to fix when they passed that huge gas tax hike. Oh, that sure they did. Paying yeah. for, by the way. Right. right. That's the roads they promised to fix when they jacked up our registration fees, when they jacked up the vehicle sales tax. Yep. Those are the roads. Not... Uh, bridges in Hilton Head, not uh, you know super highways over on on the coast, not building new projects. And I think that's one thing we can all get around here is not a nickel, not a nickel should be borrowed or spent on new projects until we repair the roads that we already have. And Amen. That really, is it's a simple call, right? You don't put on a, a new jacuzzi or a brand new pool <laughs> onto the side of your house if your roof's falling apart, right? right? Yeah. If your yeah. HVAC doesn't work, if your air conditioner is not working, you're not going to go build a brand new garage. Well, it's look, you you, you, a, you don't you don't put a flagpole on a condemned building. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? And you certainly and you certainly don't borrow money 
borrow hundreds of millions of dollars because that's really yeah, what great idea bank yeah. does. that's what corrupt them and slush fund does they create debt they borrow money they don't have cash they have to go out to wall street and get and borrow money to build these pet projects and bob you don't go borrow money when you've got plenty of money in the bank yeah when you that got is really more than mentality. 600 million that you're sitting on for heaven's sake unbelievable and our roads are still rotting they're still yep. falling apart bridges are still crumbling that we use every single day and here they are borrowing money on our backs to finance pet projects in charleston and hilton head and and it's just it's unbelievable to me the the contempt the arrogance um they just don't give a damn bob no they don't, they don't. and they could care less what we think to, they really do. We're going to have to get in their faces, and we're going to have to continue. Now, if you're listening right now and you've been sitting on the sidelines for a while and you've been driving on these crummy, crappy roads, now is the time to get involved because, look, it's guys like Ross Turner. It's guys like Scott Talley. Yep. It's guys like Bruce Bannister. Right? These are the guys. It's your legislators that are in control of this situation. Right? Your legislators that are uh, that voted for this tax hike. It's your legislators that appoint and control SCDOT. And so if you want to send that message and you want to start locking down on these guys and getting in their faces and f- forcing them, forcing them to fix the roads that we use every day and not chip our money off to corrupt you, let them in slush fund. Text the word pothole, P-O-T-H-O-L-E, pothole to the number 52886 on your cell phone, pothole to 52886 on your cell phone. Let's send a message, Bob. You got to fix the roads that we already have first. Not right. another new project, no more debt, no more financing for pet projects on the coast. Let's start fixing the roads we have now because yeah. i'm telling you they're going to run up all this debt and Bob, oh, sure. guess what the next headline will be oh you know that 600 million dollars that was sitting in the dot's bank account well guess what we're going to pay we're going to use that to pay off the finance and the debt <laughs> oh, that sure. is what's next and by the way that is what we said all along that's what the bill the gas tax hike was written to yep. do right. was to pay off the debt of, of corrupt ulevim and slush fund and darn if that's not, this isn't the first step, and this is what's happening now, is they're starting to funnel that money and borrow money to finance these pet projects. Meanwhile, Bob, our roads are still crumbling. 176 in Landrum, uh, Highway 290 in Greer, Highway 11 in northern Greenville County, crumbling, falling apart, dangerous. Yet they're going off and running up debt to finance pet projects on the coast. we got to put an end to it. We've got to hold our legislators accountable for this spending and this borrowing. And you can do that right now if you're listening. Text the word pothole to 52886. I I still remember, Dave, and I know you do too, uh, six years ago, what, 2014, when they first floated this whole business of an additional gas tax, which, of course, turned out uh, in the third iteration. It failed in two consecutive sessions in the legislature. Right. And then they got rid of people like uh, Lee Bright, who, you know, had driven a stake through their heart right. when, it, when it came to getting the gas right. tax passed. And so they finally did get it passed. And I remember when this was first floated, uh, the governor at the time, the esteemed Nikki Haley, uh, asked right. about it by a reporter from, I don't know, maybe Post and Courier or maybe from the state. 
And and Nikki Haley said, well, we don't need a gas tax. We have plenty of money for the roads. And then, of course, right. you know, somebody got in her ear and said, <clears throat> Governor, uh, this is uh, not the way we want to go on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, a gas tax. That would be a great idea. So, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. No, that, that's right. And look, and it was it was Henry McTaxter as you remember, did the drive-by veto, right? He didn't oh, want yeah. to do the hard work to try to stop the gas tax hike after the legislature passed it. Exactly. You make a great point. You make a great point, and it's this, that these legislators, right, and we name names here, Ross Turner, Scott Talley, right, these are the folks that voted for this tax hike. Yep. These are the folks, and, and I know Scott Talley's been on your program uh, in the last month or so before he you know, was running for re-election, and, and Bob, he gets on Look, we promised we made all these reforms. Right? We're, no more pet projects, no right. more new projects. We're just going to start focus on fixing the roads we already have. And these so what do we get? But seven, you know, and now we turn around and get seven new pet projects. These guys <laughs> lie through their teeth. And again, some, some of them get reelected. Some of them get stopped. Some of them get unelected. But the best way and the 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 the, the, the way the, the only way I know how to do it, besides only electing them, is making their lives miserable in Columbia, and just like we did to several of them, including guys like Mike Forrester and Eddie Ta- Eddie more expensive by the gallon talent, who decided you know what it's not worth it anymore. I don't yeah. feel like dealing with all this too much press. hassle. I don't feel like dealing right? with all my constituents. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang up my boots and call it a day. And that's what we got to focus on. That's what we got to do. These guys, we got to call them out for the liars that they are. But we've got to focus on putting that pressure on them to make sure our roads are getting fixed and they're not shipping our money off to corrupt you, let them slush fund where he's going out and financing and creating all that debt for pet projects on the coast. Bob, we've got to put an end to this. We've got to uh, hold these folks accountable, hold these lying politicians accountable. Text the word pothole to 52886, pothole to 52886. Let's start there, and let's start holding them accountable for what they promised they would do with that money. Yeah, and, and localize it, because when you send a message and it goes directly to your state senator or a state representative, uh, and you're saying to him, hey, look, you know, when the hell are you going to do something about this road that, uh, that I have to drive down every day? That's right. And, That's right. And, you, and you constantly are badgering them, and I use that word deliberately, uh, then, you know, event- it's like the old saying, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Eventually, right. eventually you'll get results. So if you've uh, got problems with you have to drive on 290, as you mentioned, or Highway 11 in northern Greenville County or uh, down there on the Anderson Bypass, it's already cracking. Uh, let yep. them know specifically what it was, what it is that you want done. That's exactly right, because remember, the more they hear from us, in at from home inside their districts about specific local roads the less likely they are to go and say you know what corrupt you lesman you're right you you can take this money go ahead Mm -hmm. run with it do what you got to do you need a pet project funded on the coast and finance go for it but the more they hear from you the less likely they're to do that and that's the point you're exactly right bob yeah yeah let them know uh just uh just send and don't send them more than one you know, send them emails, send them text messages, call and fill up their voicemail boxes. You know, just, right. just uh, let them know that uh, you are unhappy with what with the way they are spending your tax dollars and your roads are not getting fixed. You can keep up with what Dave and Fan of SC are up to on a daily basis. That's right, Bob. We're on Facebook, 
facebook.com forward slash fan of SC, facebook.com forward slash fan of SC. We're also on Twitter at fan of SC and parlor at fan of SC. Ah, nice. Got the uh, new edition of Parler there as well, and that's P-A-R-L-E-R, if you're unfamiliar with that uh, new social network. Dave, uh, great stuff as usual. Thanks for being here, buddy, and I'll see you next week. See you next week, Bob. You bet. 421 here on the Bobby Mack Show, Hump Day Edition. Uh, Take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on Wednesday on WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It's great to have you along. A, a nice-looking hump day afternoon, 426 in the Bobby Mack Show. Oh, hey, looky here on the text line. I am in receipt of a, another text from my buddy, uh, Creepy Uncle Joe, the hair sniffer. I always know it's, it's uh, from Joe because they all begin the same way. Billy, you always know, call me Billy. Billy, this mad cow epidermis is really taking its toll, man. I mean, 500 500 billion people have died in this country alone. That's like one out of 10 U.S. citizens. And what does President What's-His-Name think he's doing? He bails on the who? Uh, The WHO? Man, why would he do that? That's my favorite band. No lie. I saw him rock out at that big old sock hop at Woodstock. Man, I remember all the girls there wearing flowers in their hair. Uh, By the way, their hair smelled great, really. But I digest. Everyone needs to wear a mask, and that's no malarkey. And remember to vote Joe for Senate this May 15th. Because if you don't vote for me, then you ain't wearing a mask because you hate babies, puppies, and old people. Got to go. Signed, Senator Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe. Always a pleasure to hear from you. To the phones we go. David is uh, next up. He is on his cell phone. Hi, David, and welcome to the show. Hey, Robert, how's it going? Uh, so far, so good. 
You know, I really have not understood it. I've been here for eight years. Right. And, you know, these clowns in Columbia work for us. But yet, the same people seem to keep going back in. Why in the What's hell the is that? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, here's what it appears to be to me. It appears to be that a bunch of Democrats are posing as Republicans. And this is a ruby red state, so people just vote Republican without really looking at what's going on. That certainly is part of it. And the other part of it is that we have open primaries. And Democrats quite often don't have a viable candidate representing their party. So why not in crossover for a Democrat who just happens to have an R behind his name? You see, and that's just not doing us any good. And even if you had to put up with uh, Democrats for two years, hold your nose, to get these, uh, I can't think of a good word, let's just call them weasels, uh, out of office, you know, it may be worth putting in a group of Democrats just to flush the system. Yeah, you know, but, the only uh, problem with that with that solution is, David, we already have a bunch of Democrats in there flying under false colors. Oh, yes, but I'm saying different Democrats. Oh, that, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mean real, real Democrats. Democrats. With a real D behind their yeah. name is what uh, I'm saying. Right, as opposed to ersatz Democrats. Right. Yeah, and, you know, you had mentioned Nikki Haley a while ago, and, you know, I saw her use the Confederate flag for political expediency back uh-huh. when the tragedy happened in Charleston. Right. And uh, basically, I, you know, I, when, I, when I first moved here, she was governor, and I thought, you know, she was it. And then I found out, you know, she was tied up with rights, Priebus, and next thing you know, she's just a consummate politician. Yep. And I just want to say this in closing. It really makes me appreciate President Trump, because with President Trump, what you see is what you get. Yep. He doesn't play favorites. He does what he thinks is right, and I hope that we can keep him in for another four years. Me too. Otherwise, uh, I fear for the uh, the future of this republic. Thank you, David. I appreciate the call. 4.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready to go in the news center. I'm right back on the other side. Coming up uh, in the 5 o'clock follies today, I'll be joined by Brian Boyd. He's a a former CT analyst uh, and uh, worked at uh, JSOC. He's also a former Green Beret. We're going to talk about this new kiss and tell book uh, without the kissing from uh, Donald Trump's niece, the latest book attempt that's going to take out the president. Because all the other tell-all books so far have been so effective in doing that. Be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.
Are you kidding? 23 before 5. Where, where did that uh, commercial come from in that uh, set? With this guy lecturing us about the violence and aggression of the police. How about the violence and aggression of BLM and Antifa, you jerk? Where did that thing come from? Let me disavow this program from anything that guy said, whoever he is. Jeez, what a nerve. Come on here and lecture us about how, how uh, aggressive the uh, police are. Yeah, uh, in protecting us from criminals. God, it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. To the uh, phones we go. Uh, let me uh, bring in Gary next. He is in Greer, also wants to chime in about our wonderful South Carolina roads and highways. Hey, Gary, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bob, how are you doing, buddy? So far, so good. Uh, not only that, I just wanted to make a point. Yeah, a uh, couple points, actually. Yeah, the roads are, are, are really, really bad. But you know what, Bob, and I believe you would agree with me, let's go back to Cowboys and Indians days when there weren't no roads. We had trails. We had everything was dirt. We had no problems then at all. No diseases. All you had to do was about somebody robbing a train or stealing a horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but 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 then the 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 thieves uh, actually uh, had guns and and wore masks and and didn't. Uh, portray themselves as our elected leaders, as senators and uh, state representatives. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And uh, speaking of the BLM, if uh, you know your history, and I don't know a whole heck of a lot about history, if uh, people knew where the name of White Horse Road actually come from, they would be wanting to take the name of White Horse Road away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. They just haven't worked their way around to it yet, Gary. Uh, give them time, okay? You know where it comes from. It was like I think it's a leader or something. I rode a White Horse from the Confederate War. Confederate, yeah, right. Confederate. Yeah, may have, uh, may have, it, may it, have it, been, it, uh, may have been Wade Hampton for all I know. Exactly. That's yeah. like, uh, okay, for instance, you take uh, out of Simpsonville, Georgia Road, right. you leave uh, all your old plaques. There's a lot of old historic plaques everywhere. Uh, Georgia Road was an Indian trail from North Carolina to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many, many of our roads uh, were built over top of uh, existing uh, roads that, uh, uh, you know, were, were used uh, from... Uh, the the beginnings of this country. I mean, it's just getting out beyond crazy, Bob. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, you're you know, right. Like I, mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm fifty. I'm fifty three, and my my grandfather was in. He was in World War Two, and every uh, <laughs> time uh, John F. Kennedy, and I hope I don't defend anybody would come on TV, he'd want to go get the shotgun and check the TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he's uh, he's not the only one that's thinking about grabbing a shotgun these days, I suspect, Gary. Gary, I got to run, but I thank you for the call. Good good to have you here. 440 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Let's go to Sam. He wanted to respond to uh, David, a previous caller. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking my call, Bob. Yes, sir. You bet. You know, 
that caller was talking about voting for a Democrat, getting rid of Graham. Right. And and I, and I agree one hundred percent. We need to get rid of Graham. Amen. But I don't think put I don't think putting a Democrat in there is going to be the answer. I think that would embolden the Democrats so much that it might scare Timmons and Scott to lean a little bit more left. That make any sense? Uh, you mean a little bit more right? Well, no, because you oh, know the oh, Democrats. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I see what you're saying. You're saying that if uh, if Jamie uh, beats uh, beats Lindsey Graham, then that's going to convince them that they need to to lean more progressive. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Because the Democrats, you know, they're going to beat that drum to high heaven, saying, you know, the people's getting tired of this Republican, tired of this president. And and that that they need to vote Democrats, and that might scare Timmons and Scott. You know, yeah, it could. It certainly could. And, uh, I, and, I, and I don't I don't think that Lindsey is going to lose. I don't think that Jamie can beat him. Uh, but but really, to me, my assessment of this campaign and and Jamie is so proud of being a Democrat. He never mentions that he's a Democrat in any of his commercials, even though he's the former chairman of the South Carolina Democrat Party. Well, you know, he's hoping he'll play on people that don't know this. Well, true. And 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 and, and, and they want, you know, they'll just think he's a he's an organizer and he's a, you know, pulling people together. And his grandparents was real great and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It just scares me when people says, you know, I think we ought to vote for a Democrat and get rid of Graham. And 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 I I tried my best in the primaries and it didn't happen. Right. So now, you know, as much as as much as I disagree. With, Jamie would have never stood with Trump one iota. At nope. least Graham will stand with him on occasions, you know? Yeah, no, Jamie would line right up with Chuck U. Schumer and the rest of, of the Democrats up there. Yeah, the, the, solution, and, uh, the solution to the Lindsey Graham problem is not to make it worse. That's my opinion, I mean, yeah. you know. That's, that's mine, I too. Just, I, just, I, think, I think the danger that Lindsey faces this time around is a lot of Republicans who will go to the polls and vote for uh, President Trump and will either just ignore the Senate race or, or some may even say, uh, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm just not going to go. Now, I hope that the support for President Trump will be strong enough uh, that we'll get the kind of turnout we're going to need in November. But I don't, I don't, I, while I think they're going to show up for Trump, I don't know if they're going to show up for Lindsey. Well, yeah, I, I'm with you. But I'm scared if they don't show up for Lindsey, that might put Jamie to a little bit of a vantage. And if Jamie gets in there, that's it one could. more arrow is going to be stuck in, in Trump's back, you know, yeah. one more dagger. Just that right. Arrow. And, and certainly, yeah. you know, we need to, uh, to retake the House and certainly don't need to lose control of the Senate. Look, uh, dislike Lindsey as much as I do, uh, his vote was important for two Supreme Court justices uh, during Trump's presidency, and without those votes, we might not have gotten these guys. So that's exactly. Yeah, at least that is one positive with him. Uh, I appreciate the call. Thanks, sir. Good to have you here today. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the text line seventy one three zero seven. Bobby, that business you were talking about in Seattle uh, in the last hour uh, is proof that the lunatics roam among us. Yeah, and they want to run us as well. Uh, Bobby, white guilt is self-hatred. Self-hatred is weakness. History judges weakness harshly. Extinction. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show.
take a quick break here and then be right back with more. Uh, right back to the phones when we come back on the other side as well here on Hump Day. Welcome back. It is uh, 4.50 now, 10 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. As I mentioned, uh, Brian Boyd is going to be joining me on the other side. Brian is a, a former uh, CT analyst, counterterrorism analyst, uh, and intelligence analyst. Uh, used to work at uh, JSOC, uh, the group that uh, oversees all of our special uh, operators. Uh, he has been with me before on the program, and he's going to join me today to talk about this new book uh, that is out, uh, a work of fiction, no doubt. Uh, by uh, Donald Trump's niece, Mary, with uh, her uh, attempt to get uh, 15 minutes of fame. So uh, that's uh, that's coming up on the other side. In the meantime, back to the phones we go. Uh, Rob is uh, next up. He is in Spartanburg. Hi, Rob, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. Thanks, thanks for my call. Yes, sir. I was going to talk, uh, you know, the past couple of days, I've heard a lot about the silent majority. And, you know, I think people kind of misunderstand the silent majority. Uh, we, you know, we don't speak much. And the reason why I say we is because in 2016, we spoke. And I'm hearing that the silent majority needs to step up. They need to do something. They need to say this. They need to do that. But here's the thing, Bobby. We're not going to. Uh, as long as things are going halfway okay, and we're still working, you know we're not gonna we're not gonna jump out in the streets and riot and loot and play around like a bunch of twelve-year-old kids. We have lives and families, and most of us have worked thirty and forty years to get where we are. So for us to ruin all that just to go out and play out in the streets and get arrested and this side or the other is kind of ludicrous. But here's where I kind of have some conflictions. Yeah. They are poking the bear. They are, you know, nonstop. They're attacking us, calling us racist. They're calling us this. They're calling us that. And what I don't think, that they actually understand, I think they think that we're pushovers because we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And what they what they don't realize is we're not pushovers. Once you take our liberty away, once you take our family and you threaten our home life and our livelihood, it, it's not going to be, I, I feel like it won't be a race war or a civil war or this, that, or the other. I believe people will get tired of it, and it might be an actual extermination. This has always been uh, this has always been the difficulty 
with uh, with conservatives. Many many of these uh, anarchists on the left that are part of Antifa, BLM, and, and the rest uh, that are doing the looting and the rioting and the burning, uh, they have nothing else to do. Uh, but the conservatives, the people that comprise the silent majority, as it's been called since the days of Nixon, uh, those people have lives. Uh, they have families to support. They have mortgages to pay. They got car payments. Uh, and you're correct in saying that they can't just, you know, go out and, and respond in kind. Not that we should anyway. I don't think we should meet violence with violence. However, uh, I think uh, President Trump made a, a great point today when he talked about this, uh, warning his fellow Republicans, look, you, you folks have got to toughen up and stand firm against all these left-wing anarchists or you're going to find yourselves not having a job in November. He did an interview with Real Clear Politics, and he rejected what he called the new far-left fascism and the left-wing cultural revolution, but, but took pains to point out we are in a culture war, and if the Republicans don't toughen up and get smart and get strong and protect our heritage and our country, I think they're going to have a very tough election. And, and I think he's right in that regard, because... Uh, where where is uh, the FBI? Are they out rounding up uh, Antifa uh, terrorists? No, uh, because they're part of the deep state as well. So we we have got to have the people that are supposed to be standing up for the freedoms and liberties that we enjoy in this country and defending them. Otherwise, we're going to lose them. And you're absolutely right, Bob. These these guys. Our conservative allies, they've got to stand up Correct. and they've got to start pushing back. Because what's what's going to happen if you're passive, 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 as soon as it, when they, what's going to happen when they take our liberty away and none of us have nothing to look forward to? Yeah. Then it, yeah. It, it's too late. It, now, then is not the time to speak up. Then it's going to be the time with action. And this whole defund the police and all this bull crap that they're talking about. Right. If you do that, if you do that, most crime is going to carry the death sentence. All right. Meaning, if you're going to walk up in somebody's yard or you're going to do this or you're going to do that because the police are not around, chances are that person's going to shoot you. Yeah. And and the next thing you know, we uh, we find ourselves living in Venezuela. And, uh, and not the United exactly. States. I appreciate the call, Rob. Thanks very much. In on the uh, text line, 71307. To all those who do not vote for Lindsay, the Democrats say thank you. <laughs> Bobby, I understand that Lindsay may be the lesser of two evils, and we have to take the good with the bad, but why does it have to be so much bad? Uh, Bobby, at least Lindsay voted with the Republicans the majority of the time. If we had a Democrat senator, that number would be 0%. You do the math. Gotcha. Uh, Five O'Clock Follies is right around the corner with a special guest joining me. When we come right back on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.